In today's episode, we talk about Martin Luther King Day and what it means, uh, the American dream and what that meant and what it means now, and the connection piece of how we can really shape our personal economy in living the same values that Martin Luther King had himself in support of us chasing our own American dream and really defining action steps to get us there. I hope you enjoy. Someone once said, switch your mentality from I'm broken and helpless to I'm growing and healing and watch how your life changes for the better. And we couldn't agree more. This is Just Now. This is Just Now. A show about self-discovery, your life journey, and helping heal old wounds, create a new mindset, and a new way of thinking. Real, raw, and 100% honest. This is Just Now, and here's your host, Joshua J. Hello, 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 everybody, and welcome back to another episode on the Just Now podcast. Happy Martin Luther King Day to anyone and everyone that's out there celebrating or not. Um, I feel called to the mic today to share a little bit about MLK Day for maybe those that don't know what it is and why we celebrate, Um, and then talk a little bit about where we have come from from MLK Day up until now in 2023, and why it's important to remember where we were, where we're headed, and how we're going to get there. So if this sounds like something that's interesting to you, I ask you to follow along. Um, I went online and I searched Martin Luther King Jr. Day. What does it mean? And according to Britannica, It says Martin Luther King Jr. Day in the United States holiday, which is the third Monday in January, honoring the achievements of Martin Luther King Jr., a Baptist minister who advocated the use of nonviolent means to end racial segregation. He first came to national prominence doing a bus boycott by African-Americans in Montgomery, Alabama in 1955. He founded the Southern Christian Leadership Conference in 1957 and led the 1963 March on Washington. The most influential of African-American civil rights leaders during the 1960s, he was instrumental in the passage of the Civil Rights Act of 1964, which outlawed discrimination in public accommodation facilities and employment and the Voting Rights Act of 1965. King was awarded the Nobel Peace Prize In 1964, he was assassinated on April 4th, 1968. So just a little background about Martin Luther King Day and, you know, why we have this national federal holiday now. But there were two pieces of information that really stuck out in what MLK Day is. The first one was uh, the interracial segregation. And then the second one that I want to talk about is what was outlawed, like the Civil Rights Act of 1964, which outlawed discrimination in public accommodations, facilities, and employment. 
So let's just hop right in. According to Britannica, racial segregation, the practice means the practice of restricting people to certain circumstance, areas of residence, or to separate institutions, for example, schools or churches, and facilities such as parks, playgrounds, restaurants, and restrooms on the basis of race or alleged race. Racial segregation provides a mean of maintaining the economic advantages and superior social status of the politically dominant group. And in recent times, it has been employed primarily by white populations to maintain their ascendancy over other groups by means of a legal or social color bar, which is really interesting. In 2023, we don't have the, we don't have the, the idea that racial segregation still happens, right? But it does. And if you aren't paying attention to the news or the media or society as a whole, there are still people who have these beliefs that one race is better than the other. And that then that's that's how they were raised. That's how they were brought up. Um and last year, I think it was in 2022 or 2021, there were people who were still couldn't purchase goods or services from business owners because of how they, uh, their sexual orientation. So racial segregation or segregation in general still exists. Segregation means the separation of groups of people with differing characteristics often taken to uh, connote a condition of inequality. Still in 2023, there is inequality. And I want to talk more so about the inequalities in the workplace, in life, in, in, in just in general, because we, in the 1950s and 1960s, we had this advocate. We had this national leader, Martin Luther King Jr., who was pioneering with several other um, worthy leaders to end racial seg segregation. And it it did in, in law form and in policies and principles. Yeah, it, it did technically end. But I still say racial segregation happens today. It's just more, it's not as visible. If you are a minority in America, if you are a woman in America, if you are an openly person that is a part of the LGBT plus community in America, you will be one person that front-hand knowledge knows exactly that uh, that segregation still exists in 2023. What, what I find so interesting is that in the 50s and 60s, Martin Luther King Jr. fought to end this with a whole lot of other people. And we also still hear in the background the American dream. Well, I'm sure that during that time, the American dream was just to have the same rights as the superior race, which at that time it was um, the whites. That, uh, and, and still majority of the population that we live in now um, in America, uh, whites are still the majority. That's not to say white people are bad or anything. It's just, it is what it is. But let's talk about the American dream. You know, the American dream is pretty much the, the rags to riches story, right? It's the ability to come from nothing and then to achieve this grand scheme of success, I guess you could say. If any of you have ever seen Great Gatsby, um, it's a movie that's set uh, in the 1920s. And you can see pretty much the rag to riches, the American dream being played out, again, for that time frame. The ideas of the American dream started as just ideas, right? And then it started transitioning to the ability to have this monetary things, whether it was cars and clothes or luxuries, um, so on and so forth. The American dream was conned as the American dream around 1930, 1931. Um, and it began 
well before that. It was when Europeans were leaving their homestead and then uh, searching for their freedom or new opportunities, right? So the American dream has been around for a very, very long time. There are five elements that go into the American dream. Those are, according to study.com, the five elements of the American dream are based on American ideals of democracy, rights, liberty, opportunity, and equality. All five elements contribute to a person's equal access to success. Again, that was on study.com. In 2023, I don't believe, and this is my opinion, but I don't believe minorities, women, and people that are part of the LGBT community have equal rights to success. Now, there's some personal development that goes into that. I believe everybody has the ability to develop themselves and make success for themselves. I call this momentum. My, my word for 2023 is momentum. So I believe every person does have access to this. But do I believe society as a whole promotes this? No. We still have school systems that are set up where if you live in a, an affluent area, you have the better books and you have the better teachers and you have the better education and you have the private tutors. But then if you live in the ghetto areas of, of, of an area in, in the America, then you don't have the good books. You don't have the up-to-date knowledge. You don't have the good teachers. Um, you may not even have resources. You barely probably can get to school. So there is still segregation in exactly the things that I believe Martin Luther King was fighting for in the 50s and 60s. But we don't talk about this often. So then as we continue to grow up from children, you have these people that don't grow, that grow up in poor areas. They grow up they go through the school system, they have lackluster knowledge that's given to them, and then they become adults. And as they become adults in society, I guess you can say, there's really only two options for them to do. They can continue their education, go to college, and catch up on the knowledge that they lacked. So then they have a difficult time in college because they probably didn't get educated the 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 like their peers. They probably weren't educated like their peers in rich neighborhoods. So then they have a harder transitioning time when, when they're in college. Okay, cool. Or it's the people that break away from going to college and they either get uh, blue collar jobs, so they start automatically in the workplace, or they break away from the entire system completely and become their own their own boss. They, they learn very quickly how to become an entrepreneur, an artist, um, someone that just doesn't confine themselves to the nine to five matrix, right? So as we are thinking about what Martin Luther King fought for in the 1950s and the 1960s and racial segregation and equal and equality across the board, as we fast forward to 2023, as we're all trying to achieve this American dream, we still don't have equal access to success. I don't care how you look at it. Yes, the individual can take accountability and make success for themselves, but as a whole, minorities, black and brown people, women, and those that identify a part of the LGBT community, they don't have access, the equal access to success. And so I want to share one, I guess, discuss the, this narrative a little bit more and the importance of, of the, yeah, and the importance of striving for personal success in our own economies. Because if we continue to try to depend on what a government can do for us or what other people can do for us, we're never gonna get to that place where we're able to provide in our personal economies for ourselves. 
So did you know, random facts that I found online, approximately 46% of Americans feel that debt is holding them back from quote unquote, achieving the American dream, 46%. That is almost half of the, of the U.S. population feels that they can't achieve the American dream because of debt. The American dream, if we think about it, you know, it's the white picket fence. It's again, the rack to riches story. You can afford a home. You can afford a nice car. You can afford the ability to leave. You can afford um, live, I'm sorry, you can afford the ability to go out and have some time off and enjoy yourself. You can afford a vacation. Almost 50% of our population can't achieve the American dream because they feel that debt is holding them back. 75% of Americans don't have enough savings for retirement. Let's put this into perspective. Again, the American dream, white picket fence, having somewhere to live and somewhere to transport and be able to take vacations. But let's think about the inroad. When you turn 65 in America, 75% of the people who hit that retirement age don't have enough savings for their actual retirement. They don't have enough money to live off of when they retire. So what either happens is they have to continue working past the retirement age or they take their retirement and live however they live. I don't know if this is shocking for you, but how can we, something that was coined in 1931, the American dream, be now in 2023 still having a third of the population not have enough to work their entire life and then can't retire or retire and live pretty much below poverty lines? Approximately 46% of Americans say their stress levels limit achieving success. 46% of Americans say their stress levels limit achieving success. We all have this idea that we're all striving for our own American dream, but approximately 46%, again, almost half of the U.S. population can't achieve that dream because of stress. Now, I don't want to go into what is causing them actual stress, but again, the, the economy, the, the environments that we're in, don't actually provide methods of truly relieving stress in our lives. If you look into our communities, we are taught about physical education, maybe in the school system, maybe we had a 30 minute PE class, but we were never really taught about our mental wellness. We were never taught how to do things that reduce stress in our life. We were never taught the importance of actually working out up to 15, 30 minutes a day to help alleviate the stress in our lives. We were not given the tools. Now, I can't say this is the same thing because I grew up in a poor community, but I'm pretty sure my peers who were in rich neighborhoods and who had a probably uh, better education because they had more up-to-date knowledge probably did receive some of this stuff. If you were able to attend private schools or be homeschooled with tutors and things of that nature, you probably learned how to reduce stress levels in your life. I did not learn this until my late 20s. And so I'm maybe behind the bell curve, but I want to talk about it just a little bit more because again, I want to help more people who are in that lower category, whether it be minorities, black or brown people, whether it be women or whether it be those that identify as the LGBTQ plus within the LGBTQ plus community. The fourth thing I found out when I was searching online 
is 65% of Americans are dissatisfied with their work-life balance. 65%, that is less than 10%, almost three quarters of the population are dissatisfied with their work-life balance. But the American dream, the American dream, again, coined in the 1930s, was the 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 idea of that we're all the pursuit to 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 rights and liberty and opportunity and equality and success but in 2023 most of our population isn't achieving that in 2023 and i haven't found research knowledge on this but you honestly cannot live you cannot support a family on one income you can barely survive and having an okay lifestyle if your household makes six figures. And I'm just talking about $100,000. How many people are actually making $100,000? Not many. And the people that are typically affected by this are people who are minorities, women, and those that identify within the LGBTQI plus community. So I find it interesting that the things that Martin Luther King fought for, yes, on surface, we have those things. Racial discriminate, uh, segregation has went out of the door. But when you really look into things, it hasn't. It's just, it's covered up in words and texts. It's covered up in policies and procedures. It's covered up in the average Joe not even understanding that it's still a systemic problem in our lives. But what can we do? You know, I, I can share a little bit about MLK, racial segregation or segregation in general. I can share these random facts that I find online about the American people, whether it be debt holding them back, whether them not having enough savings in their account, whether it be stress holding them back, or whether them not having a, a work-life balance. But how do you improve this? And so that's the 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 idea that I want to get to today um, is giving you maybe something to think about that will continue the tradition of what MLK was doing in the 50s and 60s and how we can take that on a personal level and continue that in 2023. So if you are a person who is looking to chase the American dream, if you are a person that wants the rag to riches story, what I can tell you as someone that is chasing my own American dream, which is just my own dream, um, there are five key areas that we get to really focus on to make sure that we are upholding the same quality standards that Martin Luther King had in the 50s and 60s. We're still chasing the American dream that is provided to each and every one of us. And we can really hone in on our personal economy. The very first thing I wanna invite you to do is set the vision. You have to be able to dream and see yourself, your best self in the future with no limitations, nothing holding you back, nothing. You have to be able to see, if you were able to see your best life, what would that look like to you? You gotta make this vision so believable to yourself that while you're driving it down or writing it or sitting in meditation and you're visualizing it, that you feel yourself there. I believe in order to have the American dream and the equality to success as uh, Martin Luther King probably would say it, you got to put yourself where you don't see yourself. And that takes a lot of hard work. But after you set that vision, number two is going to be make a declaration. This can be you declaring it with a friend. 
This could be you declaring it with your family. This could be you declaring it on your social media accounts. This could be you declaring it with your accountability partner. But after you create that vision, you want to say it out loud to someone else. So you can say, I'm, a, I'm being held accountable for this, but also I want someone else to hold me accountable for it. Number three is work backwards to set goals. Wherever you vision yourself long-term, you got to make action steps. Okay, if this is a five-year plan, what do I need to achieve year over year, month over month, week over week? Work yourself backwards so you know exactly action items that you can take to move forward. Number four is create action steps and your own personal momentum. Again, the idea is you are focusing on your personal economy, which is you, the things you can control, not what's going on out in the world around us. So you can then set the expectations and your own desires, if that makes sense. So create action steps. What can I do on a day-to-day basis to help me change growth? Some of us that's just reading. Some of us that's opening a book and reading 10 pages a day. Some of us that's getting into the gym and working out 30 minutes to an hour a day. Some of us that's investing in ourselves, whether that be a coach, a mentor, a peer, whatever. Some, some of us that's going to be breaking away from bad habits or vices. That this part, this action and momentum step is very important to each individual because it's going to be different for every person. And then the step five is review, revise, and repeat. You have to review exactly everything that you've put into action, your goals. If they are working, keep it up, keep going. If they're not, you got to revise them, make small tweaks, start interacting again with them and see if they work and, and repeat. A lot of times we get so defeated and just starting something and it doesn't work out, then we quit on ourselves. But if we're truly going to get to a place where equality to success is the same, we're going to have to do a little bit more work in our own personal economies and not depend on the economies of the government or society or whatever else goes on out there. You got to start building for yourself. So in honor of Martin Luther King Day and his fight using nonviolence for equality, for success, to disseminate racial segregation, uh, to disseminate racial segregation or segregation in general, in 2023, we got to focus on ourselves just a little bit harder. When we focus on ourselves and we set ourselves up for our own success, we do not have that power given to someone else to allow them to dictate what we should and shouldn't be doing. So if you take anything away from today's episode, the one thing I want you to take away is I, me, have the power to determine my own personal economy. So therefore I can create whatever I want. You have the power to do anything and everything in your life, whether it's harder or easier or whatever the case may be, that's irrelevant. You have the ability to dictate and and, and plan and create the life you desire. So even though we still in 2021 still have racial segregation and we still have uh, not equal pay for women and we still have in the workplace and we still have poor education for those that live in, in poor communities. And we still have a system that's set up for not the minorities to win, whether however you identify. None of that matters at this moment, because as of today, we're going to take our own personal economy and we're going to shape it how we see fit. I hope this resonated with you. If it did, share it with two friends. If you have never heard me speak before, my name is Joshua J. I'm dedicated to healing the world through love and light. So peace, love, and happiness to all of you out there. Thank you, everyone that joined me live. And thank you so much for the love on the podcast. 
If this was beneficial, again, share it with two friends. Thank you so much. And I will chat with you guys later. Bye. You've been listening to Just Now. Our passion is to support others in their life journey and self-discovery, helping heal old wounds, helping to create a new mindset and a new way of thinking. We hope you've gotten some useful information from the show, and we hope you had fun along the way. We know we did. We'll be back soon. But in the meantime, find Jay on TikTok and YouTube at Joshua J Just Now. And to reach out, send an email to Joshua J Just Now at gmail.com. Remember, healing isn't pretty, but the other side is beautiful.